Hey sis, I have another Dear Carrie question for you today, and the topic is on housekeeping. Now this question came to me through Instagram direct message. However, it's a common question that I've heard from online classes, on other social media platforms, through people that I know personally. It's a hot topic in marriage. Stay tuned. ladies. I'm Carrie, a child of God, a wife, and empty nester of 28 years to my rugged mister. We have two handsome and tall tattooed sons, two beautiful daughter-in-laws, and a fantastic grandson. Our marriage almost fell apart about five years ago due to my BS. That's before submission ways. I prayed loudly for God to change him, but I was the one that needed changing. I was mentored and our marriage is now solid, restored, and incredible. It's now my passion to help women not stay in their own BS and understand that living life as a godly, submissive wife is amazing. If you have your own Dear Carrie question, email it to me at love.honor.obey31 at gmail.com. Or you can direct message it to me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is love.honor.obey. And I'll be happy to review it and possibly uh, answer it on air. Here's today's question. Dear Carrie, how do I get him to clean with me? Love, it's a hard knock wife. And here's Carrie's answer in love. And I'm afraid it's not gonna be a favorable answer, but my answer is just do it. And I feel like just as I said that, several people hit next, next podcast, turned off pause, turn me off. Bye-bye, Carrie. <laughs> but stay with me, sis. This has importance to it. Just do them. Are you looking at dirty dishes in the sink? Start the water and add suds or put them in the dishwasher. Do you see a basket full of laundry? Put it in the washer and press start. Is a trash can overflowing? Tie the bag and put it out. Sis, just like I said, just do it. And I can hear you now saying, no fair, no fair, Carrie. But let me offer you my example. This is my BS example of when I would be saying no fair. In my no fair, I would stomp and slam and nag over all the things that needed to be done. Mr. and my sons, they would either go outside, because after all, who wants to be around that? And I would be left alone to do it. Or they would ask, what do you want me to do? And in my BS, I would throw a fit and I'd either say, you should already know, or never mind, I'll do it myself. Are you hearing any similarities of your thoughts and my tone? All of that changed when I was taught God's order in marriage. I learned none of it was working and the why. See, in my BS, my BS tood, my BS attitude, my before submission thoughts and ways was bringing everyone down. So when I was taught about God's order, I was taught about being a submissive wife and what that really looks like. 
I did as I was instructed and I started to do it myself without any attitude. I was changing all of the no fair and my BS attitude. I was changing it instead to I get to do this. So the more I did solo, the more I did on my own without griping, without making everybody feel like they're worthless because they weren't helping out. When I stopped all those things, all of a sudden I started to see my family, my husband especially, offering to help me. And I really think it all boils down to your demeanor, your attitude. What, what kind of emotions are you putting out there? Because who wants to be around a hostile person? Yet when you change that to love and gratitude and softness, a beautiful response follows from them. Your husband will begin to do the little things and says, please, please, please do not correct him if he isn't folding towels the way you do. If he's folding towels and he's rolling them up, but you like to fold them in a perfect square in a certain way, just let him roll up the towels. It doesn't matter. They're going to be dirty within a few days anyways, and the whole process starts all over again. If you need something done, ask him once in a gentle and quiet spirit. Remember, that's what pleases God the most. First Peter 3, 4. Go back and look at it. And then wait. So say you need the trash taken out and you're like, baby, can you take the trash out while you go outside? You know that he hears you and then it's up to him of whether he does it or not. But don't get upset if he doesn't. Instead, if he doesn't do it, just do it. Or if you choose not to do it, the trash is going to get stinky <laughs> and he's going to, oh yeah, I needed to take the trash out. He'll remember. I also want to give you a perspective change. Think for a moment of all the things that he does for you without being asked. And I'm going to give you a list of our own personal things. These are the examples from our home. So Mr. Make sure that the oil is changed in the Jeep. I know nothing about car mechanics. I don't care to know nothing about car mechanics, but he is always on with, we need to get the cha the oil changed in the Jeep, or he knows how to change windshield wipers, and I don't even need to do those kind of things. Basically, the only thing I need, no, need I know how to do in the Jeep is to put gas in it. That's it. And here's more. So he lifts all the heavy things. All the heavy things that are impossible for me to lift, he just takes care of it. He crawls into the house to fix a broken pipe. Says there's no way I'm getting underneath the house in a crawl space where there could be mice and snakes and everything else. Mm -mm. But he thinks nothing, nothing of it because he's providing for the family. He's maintaining our home. He also handles unfavorable people, people that I just feel like I can't communicate with, whether it's a business situation or family situation, anything like that. He has this beautiful way of matter-of-factly talking, talking to people without being hateful, but being, but being very stern. Um, he's the grill master in our house. He is phenomenal on the grill. I can give him a steak <laughs> and he'll go out there and he'll just cook that thing to perfection. All the while I could be inside preparing food. And he also, he works extra hours. 
If we need a little bit of extra income, he thinks nothing about putting in overtime to make sure his family is tended to. That's a list I easily jotted down. And I'm sure that there's a hundred more things that I could add to it. Mr. does them without asking me for my help. He just does them. He knows that they need to be taken care of. And I so appreciate him for that. I'm sure that you can come up with a list of your own of what your husband does for the family. Things that you would never want to do, just like me and crawling underneath the house. It all makes doing the dishes look easy, doesn't it? In my new book, Faithfully Submissive, available on Amazon as a little plug, <laughs> but in Faithfully Submissive, I have a full chapter on perspective and expectations. And this Dear Carrie question falls perfectly in line with that chapter. Perspective. Do the two of you, do you and your husband agree on how clean a house should be? So maybe you were raised in a house where, you know, your dad was in the military or something and everything had to be perfectly in order. Everything had a place and nothing was to be out of place. Maybe your husband grew up with a family of, you know, five children where it was just enough to have clean plates at, you know, for the dinner table at night, that kind of thing. But his home was full of love, love, love. So it's one of those things, sit down with your husband sometime and ask him, what's your perspective on how clean a house should be? And maybe he'll share with you some wonderful memories or stories of how things were when he grew up. And then together, the two of you can come to a compromise of how clean your own home should be. And you know, when I wrote that chapter in Faithfully Submissive on Perspective and Expectations, it's the only chapter that I offer to you to do the questions at the end of the chapter with your husband, because perspective and expectations can fall into so many areas of marriage, not only housekeeping, but also about money, parenting, sex, and perspectives and expectations, they change in the different seasons of life. So it's one of those conversations that you need to revisit maybe yearly, maybe every five years, maybe weekly with your husband, just to see if the two of you are on the same page with things. Another person to ask about her perspective is a widow. Ask a widow about her husband not picking up his dirty socks. I am certain that she will get a glance about her. She'll get a glance remembering a home with a little bit of clutter to it. She may say to you, it drove me crazy, but I would give anything to pick up his laundry again. I personally know a woman who was widowed at age 24, and I know so many widow widows, women that were widowed later in life, but age has no difference on the whole and their souls for missing their husband. None of us know when our last day on earth is. If your husband left this morning and tragedy struck him, I am certain that you would be picking up his dirty laundry and smelling it and embracing it, probably sleeping with it until the smell left the clothing. I'm certain that that pile of papers next to his favorite chair, that you would leave them there just for remembrance of him. I am certain 
I'm positive that you would be regretting all the times that you nagged and complained and said no fair for the little things that he didn't do for you around the house. This is why I say, sis, just do it. Don't get all ruffled up. Don't get all upset because he's not helping with the dishes or that you have to put the, the trash out again for the fifth time that week. Just look at the simple things of life that you do do together. Think of the things that he does for your family without you even having to ask him. Look at things from his perspective of how he was raised and never forget the widow. Never forget her sorrows of desiring to have her husband present with her now. The Dear Carrie started with a question, how do I get him to help me clean? Listen to Titus 2, 5. The Word of God says to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the Word of God may not be blasphemed. Right there, it talks to us, it talks to women, that we are to be good homemakers. This is why I say to you, sister, just do it. The Word of God says so. Be a homemaker. Make a good home for your family. Thank you for listening to the Love, Honor, Obey podcast. I'm Carrie, and I am grateful for your time today. I pray this message has inspired you to edify your marriage. Please tell a friend about this LHO ministry. Share, subscribe to this podcast, and follow along on social media. Together, we can honor God's word by removing the BS on wives and showing others there is freedom in living as a godly wife.